This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, Scott Ostrowski, I mean Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Scott Apparently Ostrowski. Joe hates the name Scott, so... That's I just asked, do, do you know any Scots <laughs> that you don't hate? Very hateable name. Uh, oh, oh, Hanson geez. is high on your list. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say Scott Hanson. <laughs> maybe that's why it came to mind. <laughs> Scott Stapp, yeah, that's been brought Every up. Every Monday, Scott Hansen yeah. has to appear on this show. I, I, put it Scott on, I put it on mute yesterday. You're thinking about it. I, you're checking your phone. You're typing in Scott. That's a problem. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I got I some good have... Scots. Yeah, Scott's no, good. Bad, I, I know bad some way Scott. worse names. I will say, it was oh, so God. nice. And granted, it turned into a... Scott Bacula sucks. No, hey. Hey. <laughs> Them's fighting. Words. It was really nice. Quantum leave got me through my childhood. Oh, it was really nice to have a marquee game on in the afternoon window that we did not have to watch Red Zone for. Granted, it was a oh, blowout by halftime, but yeah, I, yeah, like you said, muted watching the I Bills, left it. Cowboys. I left the Red great. Zone. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we knew it was going to happen. Niners game and the Rams. It... <laughs> we didn't even that get game to was that. Stupid. Oh God, so I dumb. mean, Howell gets benched. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah, that? and Brissett comes out like a man on fire. But like, I literally think there's someone who goes to Ron Rivera and is like, "Hey, in these situations, this is what gives us the best chance to win." He's like, "Cool, thanks. I'm gonna go do the opposite." Like, it's literally mm-hmm. at that level where like he's not just not trying to win; he's like doing the opposite. And I don't even care right. about the six and a half that we had a chance to cover the six and a half just for my purely. Are you trying to win the football game decision-making standpoint, punting at like around the 50, like right inside of Rams territory, then the two-point conversion? I just, we say this every week. It's the same thing with him every week. I just don't understand what he's trying to do. It's not win football games. There's so many openings, so many openings after the season. Like it might Mm -hmm. go double digits. And that's another one. Um, What was his name? Scott Disick. What's that guy, the Kardashian? He sucks. Who else? Yeah. Scott Bayo. He's out of the family now, oh, right? right now, Scott Bayo does suck. You're right about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's yeah. bad. No good, no good Scots. The, the like hit rate one. for Scott might be a little lower than other names, but I can think of some worse names. Don't it's don't bad. you worry. So this came up because of Boston Scott. We're we're searching for props for tonight. And what the hell do you do with tonight? What do you do? Right. Yeah. You don't know the quarterback on either side. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, questionable with an illness. Geno Smith, also questionable. So could this be uh, Drew Locke versus Marcus Mariota? Is this how this would turn out uh, in terms of possibilities? Uh, Eagles are yeah. currently at this point three-and-a-half-point favorites. 
with a total of 45. I think that total's come down just a little bit. Uh, oh, but yeah. when we're looking at how to play this game, Joe, what do you want to do? I, I don't know. Give me a scenario. I mean, isn't that how you have to handle it right now? Talking about mm -hmm. it on Monday morning, like what's the scenario and this is how you play it. This is how we think the market would adjust. Okay. What, what we know about Jalen hurts just by, so what we know is he flew out there, right? And he flew out by himself. That's, mm -hmm. that's the Intel that we, that's that we right. all have. So yeah. by him going out there and just knowing how Jalen hurts is and the amount of times he's played through injuries, you know, I, without knowing the severity of this illness, I'm thinking he's going to play. Mm -hmm. Plays, obviously not 100%. So, you know, you have a compromised Hurts. That's what I'm expecting on the Philadelphia side. What do you guys think? Are you thinking it's more likely that we're going to see Mariota or what? I'm thinking he plays too. And so a part of me is like, when we've seen compromised Hurts, it hasn't been that bad. At least this team that can rely on the run game, too. If he's not 100%, I think uh, uh, under the weather hurts is probably better than Mariota. I think that's fair. I, I, I think this is an Eagles group that understands, okay, if you don't have hurts out there, then you're putting yourself in major jeopardy. Like, it's not necessarily anything against Mariota, but there is a massive drop-off from someone who's contending for MVP of this league versus mm -hmm. what Mariota can and cannot do. And I certainly have questions about Mariota's accuracy, his ability to throw the ball beyond, say, 10 air yards. That'll be a big question mark. And so if we're figuring out how to handicap this game, do we feel like that the Eagles can keep their throw short, either because Hertz is ill and playing, or that Mariota... You know, you're trying to get throws that at least he can complete. And can they make it work with, say, the Yak game? Like, can A.J. Brown be able to catch something five yards downfield and then do the rest of the dirty work? Can we trust the Eagles to be able to do that consistently for 60 minutes? Maybe. I mean, this Seahawks defense uh, certainly has a lot of question marks and already a ton of injuries. Like, it's something where even if you are taking away half of the Eagles' playbook, that may still be enough to win this thing. Mm -hmm. What about the other side? Gino. Mm -hmm. So they're in a desperate spot. Doesn't play last week, but he got in a, a, a week's worth of limited practice. Practiced every day, and they were just calling it limited. Is Gino Smith going to play? I say yes, that in the end, after all this line movement, all this chatter about the, the question marks with these players, that we're going to get both starting quarterbacks. What do you think? I agree. I think just so much is on the line for both teams. The Seahawks probably in a more desperate position, but things have been falling apart for the Eagles, so they need this just as bad. I just keep thinking, like, if I'm under the weather, you got all those resources, like IVs and all that. Like, don't you think you can get mm -hmm. get it together for four hours or so and go out there and do something? I, I still think this is a pretty good spot for the Eagles. I, I don't have the confidence in the Seahawks. I, I do like a prop, though, 
um, for Kenneth Walker. I mean, that's one guy I do feel comfortable betting on, no matter who the quarterback is, that maybe longest rush over 13 and a half, something like that. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. no matter who it is, he could probably get over that. I don't know if you want to look at all rushing, but that's one area where it's like, okay, with all these question marks on both sides of the ball, Kenneth Walker, like, we know what we're going to get most likely, and they'll probably have to rely on him. Well, circling back to this idea of uh, quarterback combinations and what we should expect for this game, I feel like I was fairly diplomatic when describing Mariota and what he can do for the Eagles. I can't be that way with Drew Locke for the Seahawks. Absolutely not. No way, no how. If he is out there, then it is doom and gloom for Seattle to move the ball down the field with any kind of consistency. And I get that, like, in his last appearance, like, things were good for spurts. I get that. A lot of that, I think, was play action. And definitely, I think both quarterbacks can thrive with play action passes. But I'm not sure that's going to work nearly as well, especially given that the Eagles now have Matt Patricia calling the defensive plays what is i don't know how significant that is uh or maybe it's a downgrade i'm not sure but i still find it fascinating and having me go back and look at like how well or poorly matt patricia can call defensive plays i i they, they have to do something right like that secondary yeah. like granted you know maybe they are regressing to the mean naturally but i have to believe though joe that this is a cause by desperate move because what else can you really do to try and improve this past defense? Fascinating decision. Okay, so mm -hmm. now you're in the final month and then the playoffs are right then and there. We'll see if you end up winning the division. If, you, if you're in play for the bye, probably not um, to make the move now. They did. You're right. They did need to do something. And I could have told them that Sean Desai was a really bad idea. I experienced that here in Chicago. Uh, I don't think they ever dreamed that it would be that bad. Like mm -hmm. this, just as bad as the secondary is, and you're not going to have Darius Slay in this game. And, you know, <laughs> it's a hunch. I don't have any information, but I'm thinking both quarterbacks end up going. And I understand why the total has dropped. It was 47. We're sitting here at 45 at the moment without knowing uh, which guys are going to be out there. Both these defenses are awful. Both. Mm -hmm. I. I think we're going to see scoring. And even if one of the starters is out, I, I would still take the over. And if one of those starters is out, it's probably going to drop to 44. Hmm. I agree. Absolutely, I think that can happen. And, you know, while I am still concerned about, say, Drew Locke, for instance, if he's out there, like, Aaron, what you were saying, Kenneth Walker probably makes a good bit of sense. This is probably a rushing attack that at least can be serviceable. I don't think they can win the game with Drew Locke, but I do think that with this rushing attack, they can at least keep things interesting to where the spread of three and a half, three, fairly sharp, I think. There was also this interesting report about how the Eagles players were like leading the scouting reports. Did you see this? Like they were each picking a player and changing things up. And then I don't know, it, something weird's going on, but sometimes when we see shifts, like with, you know, changes and, and how they're game planning or maybe even changing coordinators for other teams, like it has given teams a boost a little bit. You know, so mm -hmm. maybe they are on to something with the Eagles, but it just kind of goes to show things there there seems to be some disconnect in the in the Eagles organization, especially on the defensive side of the ball, like where 
they've been, you know, persuading Sean Desai to let the defensive backs do more of the scouting reports. It just is like, whoa, what is happening Bro. over there? Right. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. Then the player's like, well, listen, let us handle this. You're not doing your job, so we're going to do it. Like, maybe tonight it'll work in their favor, but it just goes to show something's off in that building. It's mutiny. Yeah. Something I mean, like that. And look, it hasn't happened much of the year, but we have seen the upside of the Seahawks offense. Remember when mm -hmm. they scored 35 on Dallas? So there, there is that potential. But, and, and I mean, people, teams have been doing whatever they want to that Eagles secondary all season long. So yep. it's just, right, they've right. got all that talent in that front seven, but the secondary has been so bad. It's, it's been really shocking just how that's completely flipped. And that's why people view them as fraudulent. Because, yes, they can score. Yes, they have some ta individual talented players. But uh, defensively, they let teams score at will at times. And, you know, Seahawks, mm -hmm. if Geno's healthy, they can do that. Now, if it's Drew Locke, <laughs> I'd be very concerned about going over. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So we've mentioned before that we are one week away from Christmas. And to me, I would like to start celebrating a little early. And thankfully, BetMGM is allowing us to do just that because we are starting the seven days of parlay, uh, seven days of parlays. We're starting the seven days of parlays at BetMGM today through Sunday. BetMGM account holders will receive a token to use on select players, uh, parlays, same game parlays each day during the promotional period. And to get these offers, go to the seven days of parlays page and claim your daily reward. Receive parlay boost tokens to use on select parlays and same game parlays each day during the promotion. Score a bigger payout if you win your parlay with the token activated. And of course, happy holidays from the king of sportsbooks. Now, when it comes to day one, pro football same game parlay boost token, let's talk about some of the props that we would like to put in said same game parlay. Aaron, you mentioned Kenneth Walker and mm -hmm. liking the idea of backing him in some way. Uh, but mm -hmm. what else stands out to you as far as, say, a prop we want to put in our same game parlay? Well, it's a little riskier and might be something you want to wait on, but do you want to just Bet under on DK Metcalf? Hmm. I mean, you've got Geno Smith issues, and then if it's Drew Locke. I'm just – and against this secondary, I don't know. Does that – okay, does anybody th yeah. think it's going to be an inspired effort by the Eagles' defense with this switch at D.C.? I do. I'm indifferent. Okay. You, you, I think you it's going to be an inspired effort. Yeah, I mean, it looks like, you know, this report I'm reading about how the players each, like, took took it upon themselves. I just think that they realize they've been trash and something's got to get mm -hmm. fixed. So I do think that there's a boost. Even if it's just one game, I think you're going to see more of a locked-in effort from the secondary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I. I to me, it's just more indifferent than anything else. I mean, I, I'm more concerned with, okay, if you are dealing with, say, receiver parlays, then maybe it's something where can they get the yak? Can they get something where it's just five yards downfield and then they can do the rest of the dirty work? Metcalf certainly is capable of doing that uh, if that's the case, but I, I don't know if that's you know necessarily the safest play. I mean, it's 63 and a half in terms of receiving yards. That seems about right to me. Um, 
I, I don't know if there's anyone else, uh, say, on the Seattle side, like other than staying on the ground that might make a whole lot of sense. But on the Eagles side, though, you know, we were kind of uh, having some fun with Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell, and guys like that. But with Gainwell at just eight and a half receiving yards, do we want to go over that because of this whole yak game? Mm. Mm, that actually could be a good look. Does anybody have a strong opinion on how this is going to play out? Is it going to be the Eagles playing from behind? Like, is that a possibility? I can see the Seahawks winning this game outright tonight. I could. And it, it, if you're going to, I mean, that's where it starts with parlays. What do you think the game flow is going to be? And yeah. if that's the case, guys like Swift, you want to go under. Right. Although, I mean, the total thing, that's probably where I would lean. Like, I think we'll see a lot of points. Yeah. I agree with you there. Like, give me a lot the of receivers, points and that'll be good. Receiver overs, yeah, I would think. Absolutely. We will finalize our same game parlay during lightning bets later on in the program. In the meantime, this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, a survivor pool update. There was blood this weekend right here on the BetQL Network.